Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I have a hard time believing in joy for people that are students that right before exam season might not be uh, time to talk about joy. And then we have the tragedy of all those families that were overcome by the tornado in Western Kentucky. And so we light the third candle, the rose candle symbolizing joy, but how do you make somebody a believer in it? And we keep in mind, though, that Paul is in jail when he's writing this letter about joy. And not a place that I think you'd find joy. And so he writes, you know, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. What is the joy he's talking about? The joy is the Lord is near. The Lord is near to Paul in prison. The Lord is near to those people in that tragic tornado. The Lord is near. And how do we make other people believers of that? Well, Paul gives the answer. He says, your kindness should be known to all. I'm a, I love basketball and try to follow along. Years ago, I had a little, I was a little fan of Gordon Howard, who, who uh, wasn't much known. He was a small shooting guard. He maybe only scored five points a game for the Utah Jazz. And he, uh, that was in 2010, but by 2015, he was scoring like 29 points per game. And he was also maybe making 12 rebounds a game. And he was guarding people that other people didn't want to guard, like LeBron James. Who would want to guard LeBron James? He made a believer out of other people. And I think that's what we're called to do this third week of Advent, is make a believer out of other people. That the Lord is near. And there's joy in that. Well, John the Baptist is trying to make a believer out of other people, not in himself, but in the one who has come. The Lord is near. Look, if you have two cloaks, share with one who has none. Tells the soldiers, you know, don't falsely accuse anyone. Tells the tax accountants, don't overcharge people. Look, it's just everyday life. How are we making others making believers out of others. That joy is possible that the Lord is near. One of my favorite people over the years has been uh, Bakita, Saint Bakita, an African that at eight years old, her mom and dad died. And her own people sold her into slavery. And so she was amidst the slave trade in Sudan for years, going from one torturous master to another. Well, as luck would have it, as the Irish say, or divine providence, she ended up in Italy. A family adopted her, you might say, as their nanny, and she kind of adopted them. If love covers a multitude of sins, 
this kindness? Well, this kind of love is certainly a reparation for many years of slavery. Because in this relationship, someone gave her a gift. And this gift is a very special gift to her. You might say it was an early Christmas gift. She opened the gift. And she recognized in this gift that this is the master of all masters. Keep in mind, she had a lot of bad masters in her life. A lot of masters who tortured her and tormented her and demanded more than she could give. And so she called this particular master Paran, master or lord above all the lords. And this is what she said about this gift that was given to her out of, out of kindness. She looked at this gift and said, the Lord is good. I was an African slave. She didn't even know who the Lord was. And then she said, this is goodness in person. And then she said that the Lord even knows her and that the Lord created her and that he actually loved her. Now that's the kind of master she never discovered until now, until just before Christmas. And it gave her joy. You might say it made a believer out of her that someone gave her that gift. And that gift was a crucifix. There's a Christmas song that says, on the branches of the Christmas tree hangs his love for us. The Christmas tree hangs his love for us. It was just because somebody was kind to her that made a believer out of her. Is there somebody in your life that we just need to be kind to? To make a believer out of them? That joy is possible? I know I have a hard time spreading joy. I find that I just can't do it by myself. And so the good news is that John says, I'm baptizing with water. But one mightier is coming, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. May God give all of us that spirit of joy and help make believers out of others. Paul tells us what the joy is. The Lord is near, and he tells us the way. Your kindness shall be known to all. Amen.